Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Light the fuse. Well, this is not mission difficult, Mr. Hunt. It's mission impossible. Difficult should be a walk in the park for you. Uh, it's all got to do with the rabbit's foot. Please don't make me go through you. Sir, Hunt is the living manifestation of destiny, and he has made you his mission. Kittredge, you've never seen me very upset. And you really think we can do this? We're going to do it. Welcome to Light the Fuse, the official Mission Impossible podcast. It's Drew Taylor, joined as always by Charles Hood. Charles, you know, I would rather not be anywhere else but right here on this podcast with you. So, wow, that's so sweet of you. Yes, this is it. This is where I want to be always. Uh, I and love this it. is why we do the show like this, you know, ha- having interviews like this. I mean, this is I mean, I, it's everyone. We love talking to everyone who works on any any movie, really. But uh, but to get John Woo on our show is one of those surreal moments where you have to pinch yourself and go, is this this little podcast that could, you know, I mean, we started this thing yeah. uh, under very modest circumstances. And here we are. Uh, closing out the year with just some absolute amazing interviews, and I'm so excited. And we want to say, JJ, you're next. Yeah, JJ. Where, where are you at? We're after Give you. We're call. coming after you. Yeah. We're coming after you for, not in a threatening way, but deliver <laughs> to deliver a great episode. That's for sure. And anyone out there listening... If you got the connection to JJ, we've been working it on our side, but hey, just you know, give him a little nudge, give him some encouragement. I did meet him at a screening of uh, Licorice Pizza a couple years ago, and I told him about our show, and he said he would do it. So just hey, but keep reminding him that uh, he needs to come on our show because we got to make that happen. Yeah, he's the last man standing, so you know he's got to come on. Yeah, uh, Charles. Before we get into this interview, I just want to remind everybody that they can watch the first six Mission Impossible films on Paramount Plus, <laughs> and they can buy Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning on digitally or on DVD, Blu-ray, or 4K HD. We say that the 4K HD is the way to go. It is absolutely stunning in terms of picture yes. and sound, and has some great special features. So, just want to remind everybody of that. But yeah, should we get into it? Well, and just quickly before we get into it, too, we should let people know that Silent Night is available now on digital. It is. It is uh, wherever you want to buy your movies, you can buy this one. And I'm sure by this time, Charles and I will have also both bought it for and, our library. And watched it again. And watched it again. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> uh, yeah, Silent Night is really great. And I hope everybody gets a chance to check it out. It's just so much fun and a great Christmas action movie, which... Charles and I are obviously very partial too. So, yeah. Should we get into it, Charles? Yeah. Woo let's two? do this. Okay. Woo part two.
Well, there's also this amazing element of characterization through action as well. And I was wondering when, when do you kind of chart that? I mean, you see it in Mission Impossible 2 and the killer and, you know, all of your hard boiled and face off, you know, you can, you get so much from the way that the actors are physically embodying these action sequences. And I was wondering how, how you figure that out and how you work with the actor to do that. Or does it just come naturally while they're doing the things? No, first of all, I, you know, I need to have some kind of impression about my actors, you know, that before we start shooting, I, I usually like to have a meeting with them. And, you know, I always like to use a real actor and uh, to uh, doing the action movie. I, I, I never like to use the action star to do the action movie. You know, because I, I need a real actor. Yeah. And then uh, the, the real actor who can uh, act, uh, could, uh, who could uh, deliver a uh, great performance. Uh, that's what I need, you know. But usually, this kind of actor, they, 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 they know nothing about action. They, know, they didn't know how to fight. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> Zhou Yunfat in Hong Kong. Uh, yeah. Zhou Yunfat. And he said uh, he had never punched a guy uh, in, in his whole life. You know, so, <laughs> so this is what I used to do. You know, uh, well, uh, my way of having a meeting, I will look very deeply, uh, very, you know, Clearly, to look at his eye, look at to notice every every of his body move, and I even uh, will look at his hand or their hand. You know, uh, what a size of that. You know, some some kind of really big hand. You know, sometimes a really uh, small hand, and then uh, figure out uh, what kind of uh, weapon is suitable for him holding. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> A suitable hand uh, holding a suitable uh, weapon, and it won't uh, make them look ridiculous. You know, uh, somebody actors, uh, uh, a small guy holding a big machine gun, it, it look, you know, dumb. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I, I, I'm pretty care uh, about you know the look, and then I. And then I usually ask him, you know, the, uh, if he's a sport guy or or, uh, or or he like doing something like dancing, like what, you know, I try to find out the specialty from uh, from them, and, you know, what they what they are special, what they what they really uh, like uh, uh, in life. So after that, and then I uh, figured out to decide the actual is suitable for him. Yeah, it's a special, you know, so. So you could see, you know, I can make uh, Joe in fact look really like, a, you know, the gun expert. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you fooled us. You fooled us. So because the, uh, the, the thing is, I, I really care about my actors. I think uh, you know, the actor is very important in the home office. Uh, they they uh, disagree that they take the number one position, you know, uh, in, the whole, uh, uh, in the whole thing. Because uh, they are, uh, they have a strict contact with the audience. Yeah. So they, you know, the audience love to, uh, you know, watching them and you know and uh, and admire them. It's about their work and not me. You know. So uh, I think my uh, duty try to bring out the uh, the great quality from inside, from you know, from 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 their heart and from their soul, you know, 
and uh, even the the beautiful looking camera angle. I'm so much concerned about it. Somebody, uh, you know, somebody look, uh, you know, look better on the left face. Yeah. Somebody look better on the right face or straight looking, you know. So uh, I usually, you know, put so much attention on that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the, uh, even the action, you know, the action is, uh, I really, you know, I have uh, so much of a consider how, you know, how, my actor can do it, or how and what kind of action uh, will make him uh, or make her look bad, you know, you know, you know, how to create some uh, new kind of action for uh, for them to to excite the audience. You know? Yeah. We have to ask you about something that we are obsessed with, which is the original longer cut of Mission Impossible 2. Do you remember when you got it into a place that you really liked it? And then what that relationship was with Stuart Baird coming in and helping out? Oh, uh, and is there a longer cut that we can see <laughs> perhaps somewhere in this office? <laughs> no, I, I think actually there were no any longer cut, you know, uh, in the whole movie. Really? Uh, you know, Blair came in, he just trimmed every scene. Yeah, uh, tighter or, or, or go faster, you know, and then and then uh, he just uh, polish, you know, the, everything, you know, and then uh, but somehow sometimes when he uh, some of the scene he he cut too fast because, you know, he said okay, uh, he's, he's kind of like a, the method uh, editor, you know, like okay, this expression two and a half inch uh, is fine, and uh, this shot uh, three feet. Uh, yeah. oh, no, no, uh, two and a half feet long is fine. And uh, this shot, uh, three feet is fine. I know, no, yeah, you can keep the shot a little longer, you know. And, and then, uh, like for the uh, rock uh, climbing scene, uh, uh, we have been arguing for a long time, you know. I said, don't don't cut too fast. Don't cut too fast because it, it was the real thing. You know, the thing, I need the audience uh, could uh, could feel it, it, it was real, yeah. and and it wasn't done by CG, right? You know, so and then uh, if you cut too fast, it looked like a uh, cheating. Yeah, and I said, uh, oh, I concern is you know maybe here our concern is uh, uh, about the rhythm. You know, he want the rhythm, he want the pace, so he cut uh, a little too fast, too a little too short to me. Yeah, you know, I uh, I was. A uh, little regret about that, because you know I, I hope every shot can stay you know half half a feet or you know um, or, or even one more feet longer, and then uh, let the audience really could feel the danger, you know, uh, and 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 it's not by uh, it's not it was not shot by uh, visual effect. Yeah, and he didn't. Uh, quite agree with that, so, so he cut it in his own way. But after the premiere, and he came up to me and said, John, I was so sorry, it, it was really cut too fast. Really? Yeah, yeah. He admitted, you know, he admitted, yeah, if I can slow it down, uh, it will look much more better. Do you, you know, so, so this, uh, there was, uh, uh, of course, uh, other scene, you know, uh, of course, uh, he did a lot of trim, uh, trim uh, uh, which was fine. 
Uh, but all the action uh, we keep uh, pretty much the same. Uh, right. Didn't didn't uh, did uh, much of a big chunk of a cut, you know, something like that. So overall, are you are you happy with then the, the final cut you with the, of the movie? Yeah, overall, I uh, I was uh, quite happy with the whole movie. Just uh, just the rock climbing scene is yeah, one you wish. Uh, just you wish you had a little bit more yeah. breathing room in there. Yeah, just a rock climbing scene. The rock climbing scene. Is, is uh, like I said, you know, I uh, I really want the audience to feel dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, and and how great was the actor willing to take the risk? Yeah. Willing to take the risk to do uh, uh, that kind of crazy song, you know. And by the meantime, like some of the songs should be wider uh, to see more of a clip, you know, see the height, you know. Yeah. But they didn't use it, you know. So there's not a longer cut that we could see? <laughs> Perhaps <laughs> there's not a longer cut somewhere. I don't. I I don't think so. You know. Okay. I, don't, I, don't, I, I think there was a cut we have. Uh, yeah, we just took out some little thing, but not 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 not. So you never felt like they were, you know, trying to dilute your vision or something. No. Like, okay. Good. That's great to hear. Yeah. No, because you know, and, uh, the studio gave me a lot of. Uh, Creative freedom, of course, uh, uh, you know, the, a lot of things were controlled by Tom Cruise, you know, and, uh, and uh, he had trust with me and, and, and yeah. he had, had so much confidence with me. And actually, uh, at the end, uh, we worked together so well, you know, like uh, we like a pretty good old friend, you know. Yeah, oh, that's and, good. And uh, we res- respect each other. And I have found on the set, you know, sometimes uh, he, he even... Uh, in his uh, two two kids, yeah, uh, came to the set. So whenever he 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 went out to do the shot, you know, uh, do the shot, he, he used uh, he used to keep uh, his two kids uh, put it on my lap. Uh-huh. So so I'm holding uh, the two kids like a grandfather, you know, <laughs> like a grandpa, you know, looking at a monitor and see what he's doing. And then I talk I talk to them, look. This is, a, this is your father. This is what it is. Is it good? Uh, what do you think, huh? And then I, I try to make them happy, you know. And then after he finished the shot, and I give him back a kid. <laughs> you know so every uh, every shot, you know, he did the same thing. Okay, could have tried, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Was there ever another project you thought talked about doing with Tom? Uh, I haven't got any project, you know, can Tom, but I'd like to work with him again. You know, he's uh, for the um, professional point of view. I greatly admire him. He's a, he's a real pro. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, dedicated. He really worked hard. Really worked hard. You know. Uh, well, there's some little thing. Uh, maybe let you know. You know why they announced. Well, when they announced uh, trying to make uh, uh, Top Gun 2, I was nearly trying to give him a call. So, Tom, <laughs> let me do it. <laughs> but I did. But, but I did. But I, uh, but, but, uh, later, when I found they have, uh, they've got a career, a uh, much better director, I think. You know, I, I give it up. I, I, I really wanted to do it. <laughs> Maybe I, Top Gun 3. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you is... know, Top Gun, you know, I, I really loved it, the first one. Yeah. You know, and, and I loved the, the second one as well. You know, the second one is more entertaining and uh, 
uh, and Tom Cruise are more mature, more. I mean, uh, for uh, performance, yeah, he, yeah. he looks uh, uh, even uh, getting, you know, like a much, much, much better actor. You know, yeah. This so, is this is usually Charles's part of the show, but you worked with Jackie Chan earlier in your career. He's similarly a actor who does all of his own crazy stunts. Do you see any similarities between him and and Cruz? Maybe you can talk to that, or maybe we're wrong about that. <laughs> well, I think no matter what they have done, the, the uh, similar uh, crazy thing, you know. But I still think they are different. Yeah, you know they're very, very big different. You know, the, you know Tom Cruise. Besides, he has a charisma. Also, uh, he's uh, a, a very, very good actor. You know, he's, but in the meantime, actually, he's very emotional. You know, when he's doing the uh, uh, emotional part, you know, it, it, uh, he really, you know, gives a real performance. And, 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 and you, you could feel it. You could feel it from his eye. You know, his eye really could tell the truth, you know. Jackie's and, not uh, like that, though. Jackie is a more of a comic way. He's yeah. tried, Jackie Chan tried to change, tried to make a change, tried to change uh, for real acting, you know, uh, without relying on, on uh, any action, you know. And, uh, but he couldn't, yeah, because nobody believed in him. Nobody believed in him as <laughs> a real actor. Right. Yeah, I mean, at, at least uh, the... the uh, uh, is this the foreigner you're talking about? The foreign, you know, uh, the foreign buyer, you know, they all don't buy it, you know, they all didn't believe it, you know, he could be a, a great actor, you know. So I think uh, they're different, different things, you know, so that's why uh, the good thing about Tom, you know, he can act and he can fight, you know, and uh, he also can do a, 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 a movie completely acting without action, you know. Yeah. But Jackie is hard. Yeah. It's hard to, 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 uh, to do the same thing, you know. And by the meantime, is uh, when Tom Cruise uh, did the action, like uh, like I had mentioned, uh, the last fighting uh, in Mission Enforcement 2, and I think his body movement and his, his muscle uh, and, his, his, and his jump and kick look much more beautiful than Jackie Chan. Jackie wow, Chan, Charles, no, how do you feel? Yeah. <laughs> no, Jackie Chan is a good fighter, you know, but, uh, but he got so fast, or sometimes just, uh, you know, sometimes they try to make a, or they laugh, you know. But I think it, 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 it's still very, very different. Yeah. We'll be back with more from John Wu after the break. Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game. Headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, 
where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I mean, have you have you kept watching the Mission Impossible movies? What do you think about where they've gone after you kind of passed the torch? I only have watched uh, three and four. Okay. Uh, I didn't have uh, time to watch uh, the rest. But uh, I was so much admire of uh, a uh, Fallout. I love Fallout. Uh, the, you know, where he, uh, you know, jumping off the, the, uh, from the plane and then... The, do that a crazy change uh, in on the street of Paris. Oh yeah. Uh, from, you know. So I know. Fallout, you talking about? Yeah. Fallout, yeah. So, like the BMW driving through Paris and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I think uh, it, it, it had different style, a different look. Some actually even much much more better and crazier. Do you look at any of those sequences and say, "Man, I wish we could have done that in ours." Whether it's the Burj or the Paris stuff or any of that, you know, I I I, I love everything. You know, yeah. I, I love the uh, car chase, uh, you know, and I wish I could, I could do that. Yeah, <laughs> you got a bike joust instead, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which Arthur told us you came up with on the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he th- he thought you were kidding when you brought up the motorcycle joust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was yeah, like, yeah. he was like, he was kidding, right? I think he said he, he talked to the stunt coordinator and was like, he he was not really serious, right? And then he went back to you and, but he, and, and he was like, how are, how how are we going to do that, John? And then he said, you he, you said you'll figure it out. <laughs> but he didn't talk to me, you know. He didn't talk to me. Said, well, where did that come uh, from? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, no, no. All of a sudden, I came with the idea of if the uh, the two motorcycle. You know, and charging to each other, and then uh, and, and then the crash, and then before the crash, they both jump up in the air, you know, and and, and hit each other. You know, I said it, it's very new action, you know, and the audience haven't seen before, you know, very exciting. Yeah, you know, so I uh, I I must say that everybody's so excited about it. You know, I didn't know how. Tom feel about it. You know, he he never talked to me, <laughs> but because uh, 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 yeah, he know I'm crazy. You know, uh, he's crazy, but I'm crazy. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, we 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 did we did uh, want to try some new thing, you know, and then uh, for a child, you know, uh, it always a miss. You know, uh, we have uh, we have took so much time to shoot it. And uh, we over budget and over time, you know, and we only got uh, some very little time to do that. Uh, and at the end, it, it was just, uh, you know, uh, very close to success, but not completely, uh, completely what I uh, what I want. You know, is uh, but but still look good, you know. So, you know yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah. Well, I know we're over time. Do we have any last questions, Charles? Just, I mean, we saw Silent Night, thought it was amazing. It's cool. I mean, I, I guess, you know, having a movie with no dialogue in it, essentially. 
Yeah. I mean, when you got that script, were you like, this is, this is the one for me? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm excited. Like what? Well, I, I think it was a new, uh, a new uh, experiment uh, to me, you know, yeah. just like every Hitchcock has said, you know, every of his movie was a, a new experiment. And Saturday Night was my, my new experiment as well. So I think uh, the good thing about it, no dialogue is could uh, allow me to use my, my gift. Um, my specialty is, uh, is uh, for using the visual uh, and the sound. Uh, telling the story, uh, and but in the meantime, uh, it's a pretty well written uh, script. Uh, it have got uh, so many detail, and and the other thing is, uh, it was a uh, an uh, independent movies. Yeah. So they have given me a lot of creative freedom uh, uh, because they have to okay? uh, because because I only got thirty eight days. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> so I have to. Uh, Shot everything pretty smartly and and pretty clever, you know, and try uh, to get every shot I need without losing anything, you know. So, like, uh, for example, you know, uh, for the studio movie, uh, we usually have a lot of time to shoot a lot of coverage shots and uh, a different angle, you know. But no. Yeah. A lot of scenes I have to figured out to using one shot to tell the whole story. So how to use one shot, how to use the camera work to make make everything in, uh, in it and uh, and tell the good story. Yeah. It's really challenging. Yeah. It uh, made me change my style. I changed my usual style. Usually my movie, you know, have a, a lot of a fancy action and... Uh, a lot of explosion, you know, bird flying, yeah. you know, and, and romantic, you know, that kind of thing. But this film, I had changed it and tried to make it more of a realistic. I mean, it's not fun to seeing a uh, innocent kid, you know, murdered by the gangster. You know? Yeah. It's, it's really hurt, you know. I, I think uh, it could happen to any any family, you know, anybody. So I took it very seriously. So, and then, fortunately, we have a very good actor, you know, Joe Kinnaman. Yeah, he's great. Oh, he's great. You know, he's, he's, he's a little bit like Tom Cruise, you know. Yeah? Yeah, he likes to do all the action by himself. You know, and, and, and he worked very hard. You know, he has spent two months, you know, rehearsing with the stunt people and, and practicing all, all the fights. And by the meantime, he is uh, pretty emotional as well. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Did Kid Cudi ask to have, he has the two gun scene. Did he ask you to that? Do that? He say, I'm going to be in a John Wu movie. I want to have two guns. He asked, but uh, we didn't use it. You yeah, that. no, it's in there. He's huh? a, he, he shoots two guns in there. In uh, the warehouse at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. not, not uh, uh, it was uh, just one moment. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. he wanted more. He wanted more. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask you why you love Sparky Squibs so much? That's kind of a John Woo hallmark. Well, every action shot, I would like to make it more look like a painting. Okay. Like a Van Gogh painting. Yeah. Now, Van Gogh is a crazy color, you know. It's kind of thing. So uh, I think... That, Made me feel rich and and, and exciting, you know, and yeah. and, uh, and also 
make you feel like uh, make the audience feel you know they are they are in inside the action you know, they are inside the movie you know, yeah. they are not uh, so make them involve more you know yeah so and and by the meantime I I I, I like to show everything like a painting yeah. We'll be back with more from the one and only John Woo after the break. I saw that Face Off is coming out on 4K at the end of the month, and I, and I think that's one of our favorite movies. Uh, and I was wondering, just you know, did they just let you off the leash and to do everything? I mean, did they have any idea what was coming back to them? It's such an original, especially at that time, nobody had ever seen anything like it. But I was wondering, you know, a co-production of Paramount and Disney, and you come back with this crazy movie. I mean, <laughs> was anybody ever taken aback, or were, did they sort of just let you do whatever you wanted? You and did Michael it. Douglas help you with that, too? I mean, I know he was a producer. You mean visual? Yeah, well, I mean, it's just such a different movie for 1997 in America to see something like that. I don't know. I, rem- I still remember being, you know, 14 or however yeah. old I was and being blown, blown away. Blown away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the great thing and unforgettable thing about uh, Face Off was um, I was so grateful to the studio uh, and Shirley Lansing, the president of the uh, studio, you know. Yeah, Shirley, legend. She's a great lady. And then uh, before we start shooting, and she gathering everybody in the room, you know, all the producers, writers, and all the key people, uh, you know, from the studio, you know, uh, even the marketing, you know, person, yeah. you know, and, and then she said to she said to everybody, this, and uh, she said, "All I want is a John Woo movie." Wow! Uh, Nobody should give him any notes. Really? <laughs> and everybody's so shocked, including me. <laughs> so uh, I. Okay, uh, and then after the meeting, uh, everybody agreed, and then after the meeting, and he just, uh, and she just talked to me, just a few things uh, uh, need me to, uh, to aware, you know, because uh, just trim down the violin a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? <laughs> because uh, she didn't want the young, young, uh, young people got any of, you know, bad influence. I go, oh, fine, fine, you know, okay. And, there was, it. and yeah. and actually she didn't, you know, uh, do any control. She really let me free, and then uh, to let me to work with a writer. Uh, originally, it was a sci-fi movie. Oh. Uh, it was a, a very futuristic. Having set up about two hundred years from now, oh. uh, you know, half of the uh, country had been blown up, you know, by the terrorists, and then they had to find. Uh, our hero had to find the last bomb, where you know, and then I took out all the sci-fi because I'm not, because I'm not good at it. Yeah, I'm not good at it. You know, the sci-fi thing and the uh, special effect. You know, so I I took out ninety-nine percent uh, special effect thing, and and make it uh, uh, turns it like uh, make it I make a time. Uh, uh, come back to now, I think, and then uh, uh, make it a, uh, a drama. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the drama uh, is a family drama. 
Uh, you know, so, and then uh, they, they all agreed with me, and then we made a change. And then, uh, on the same, I have totally freedom, and total freedom with my crew. You know? and, and then, uh, whatever we're thinking of, the, no matter the action or shooting of or performance, and uh, I, I even worked very well with Nicholas Cage and Tom, and uh, John Travolta. Yeah, they're great you performances. Know, I, uh, I give them a lot of uh, creative freedom. I said, you are the, uh, uh, you can do whatever you want. You know, you can make a change, whatever you want, and and and, and I won't let the studio know that. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> you never so, got a note? Yeah, no, no. They have so so they feel free. And John Travuda even said, Every day I came here, feel like I'm on vacation. Oh, <laughs> oh that's great. And, and I you know, the the Nick Cage at the beginning have a little nervous, but after I, I told him you are free. You see you said right? Yeah, you know, can I make a change? Okay, you can to change them or whatever you want, you, you whatever you feel comfortable, just change it, you know. And whatever uh, you want to be crazy, just go ahead, get, get crazy. Wow. So, so that's how we work, and the whole team, we, we work together so well yeah, because we feel free. And then the, uh, even, but there are a lot of uh, difficulties, short, you know, to shoot. But we all, I'm so glad we all make it. And I'm so grateful to Michael Douglas. Now he was uh, one of the producer, and he only came into the set one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he only came to visit. John, how's it going? I said, fine. Because uh, uh, before we start shooting, uh, uh, I was working in Canada, and they like to have a meeting with me. So I working at uh, at day, and then they. They flew over to Canada uh, at night. We were all the produ- uh, all the producers and writers and uh, and uh, uh, the studio vice president or something like that, you know. That. So they were meeting with me, you know, and and then uh, they were it was a long table with so many people and my partner and everybody say, you know, how they feel about the project and. Uh, what uh, the idea, what do you think, and, you know, uh, they, were, they were long talk. And I was so tired. <laughs> I didn't say anything because I only can concentrate in one thing. Yeah. You know, when I'm making a TV pilot, I'm, I'm only thinking of the TV pilot. So that was Blackjack you yeah. were with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, I, and I cannot, you know, think of somebody. And I wasn't ready to, yeah. to you know, uh, for fish oil, and then, but they they like to hear what I say. That that what they usually do, and my partner getting nervous for three hours. I didn't say a word, and then I said, John, you gotta say something. Yeah, they like to know what you think. You know, I said, no, I I, I have no idea. And then, and then after three hours, the meeting finished, and then I everybody left, and then I walk up to uh, Michael Douglas. I said. Mr. Douglas, you know, um, just believe me, I will make a great movie. And he said, yes, I know. I have a good nose. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a, the only conversation we have. 
Wow. Uh, and then uh, when we start shooting, he just let me shoot uh, like in the studio at Michael. You know, you know they have so much confidence in me. Yeah. So you just delivered the movie and then. Yeah. yeah. So so that's why uh, it was so amazing. I uh, I I still a uh, lot of great memory about it. Yeah. Wow. Well, is that I mean, it? <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you about the hard boiled scene going in the elevator and coming down and all the way through all the one shot? You know that that epic shot that goes oh, through. Yeah, how much? Time, how many days did it take to put that together? Uh, four days. Four. Yeah, because uh, because it was tough, you know, and then uh, the the idea came on the set, you know, there, uh, while we were shooting the final scene, you know, the gun battle in the hospital. So we we got money to build one flat, you know, one floor, you know, for the patient room and the lobby yeah. and everything, you know. And then uh, there are a lot of action, you know, the uh, the hero shoot the bad guy and, and cut to the bad guy, got shot, and the bad guy fight, and some good guy got shot, you know, every day, and and, and so we and we worked thirty six hours a day. Because uh, it was a nice scene, and then uh, we uh, we built a set on the on the uh, factory uh, on the Coca Cola abandoned factory. <laughs> so uh, and then uh, we uh, built everything there because uh, it, was, it was a nice scene, and then we had to shoot a day and night. So we had to darken you know every window. Yeah, you know we block every window. Oh, so we just stuck inside. So non-stop shooting. Yeah, we we place the crew you know, every night hour, and we have uh, we just have a you know a, a folding you know sleeping bag you know and uh, you know and and a toothbrush you know and uh, <laughs> and uh, we didn't know when is the day, when is the night, when is the morning. <laughs> well, until the uh, the maid came in and said, uh, "Director, Mr. Director, is a is a." It's a breakfast time. Oh, it's the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and then we all, we walk over and eat. So they were the situation. And then everybody's so frustrating. And then every day, everybody's so tired. And I still have a long way to for, for, to finish the scene, you know. And then uh, the, uh, all the, uh, uh, the foreign cell, you know, they, uh, they have said that the, uh, the, the releasing day, and rental the uh, the theater or something like that, uh, you know. But it's way over. So, uh, and we cannot deliver the movies. So, and I was so frustrated. I said, "What the hell?" Uh, I feel like uh, we all feel like we are stuck in the hell. <laughs> so, I all of a sudden, I came up with an idea. Okay, let's do one crazy shot. You know, do I want to do it all in one shot? L- looks like. Uh, we are going fighting uh, uh, through uh, out of the hell, and then uh, but only got uh, one floor. Yeah. Uh, so we had to set up, you know, that the, the action starting on the first floor, and then uh, so we build a uh, fake elevator. When when they first floor, they get into the elevator with a door closed. Uh, the all the crew only got twenty seconds. To change out to everything. To change the set. <laughs> to, change, to change the set and uh, clean up the blood. Yeah. Clean up the blood. <laughs> and, the blood. Then, uh, and then after, you know, the, the two characters say something, the, the elevator door opened and they went out uh, to continue shooting. 
So in in twenty second, so how we got? It was the all was the first time for everybody. So uh, even the uh, special effect team and uh, they have never done it before because uh, the 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 corridor and the room was so narrow, and he didn't know how how the action go, you know, how the action went. So he has set up nine camera mm. in different angle to look at the monitor to you know press the uh, the the, uh, the explosion, you know. The, oh yeah. So, so, but everybody's so excited about something. But the first day, uh, it had failed because the, 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 the elevators, the door didn't work well. And then, and then, uh, the timing is not good. So, okay, uh, we have no more money, but we can do one more time <laughs> next, the next day. And then we first, uh, they try to, first day, uh, the cameraman tried to use steady cam and do a shot. And then, but uh, so it was, uh, uh, inconvenient. So, uh, later, uh, at last, uh, he tended to use the handheld to do a shot. Okay, the next day, fail. The Thursday, fail. And then I said, forget it. We couldn't make it. It's so hard for everybody. And then we have no time. We have no money. And then, uh, but the whole crew, the stunt, even the actors said, no, John, don't give it up. You are making a history. You are making a Hong Kong movie in history. You should do it. You should finish it. We will do it. So, okay. <laughs> everybody asked. Uh, everybody didn't want to give up. So the fourth day, we got it. That's amazing. So, <laughs> and then... And you were seeing that real estate looming. <laughs> and... In a Hong Kong movie, usually no making off, you know, no the second team shooting the making off. But that day, uh, our camera assistant all of a sudden he took the camera, shot shot the whole thing, followed the followed the main camera and shot the whole thing. It's a kind of like a making off. It, it yeah. never happened before. But unfortunately, the footage lost. Oh. <laughs> Oh. You know what you did. <laughs> well, thank okay. you so much yeah. for yeah, chatting with us. That was amazing. See, that wasn't yeah. so bad, right? Well, <laughs> he was dreading it before you came up, Charles. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Is it how long? Huh? You know, I I know how to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so yeah, much. Thank you. Thank you. Sir. He's out of our lives. We've successfully bothered him to the point that he said yes, and now <laughs> we will never see him again. No, we hope to see him again. Hopefully, maybe when the killer comes out, we'll we'll, we'll try to get back into his good graces. But yeah, he he gave us uh, he gave us those signed Mission Impossible two posters and sent us on our way, hoping to never see us again. <laughs> yes, I feel like that is basically what most of our interview subjects. How they feel. But, yeah. Like, okay, finally, these guys are going to leave us alone. <laughs> I won't have to dodge their emails any longer. Um, no, he was absolutely lovely. And yes. I can, we can't thank him enough for his time and his, his stories. Oh, it's just so many great stories. I mean, fascinating to hear him talk about Stuart Baird's work on the movie. And we've now heard definitively there is no extended cut. John is happy with this movie. We've heard that from several of his collaborators and now straight from John Woo. 
that uh, this is his movie and, and he's happy with it. I mean, it was the number one grossing movie of that year. Uh, so so we have, are you telling us that we have to retire or hashtag release the woo cut? I think hashtag release the woo cut is just hashtag you've already got the woo cut. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, he was he was great. I loved your question about the Sparky Squibs. I thought that was such a great inspired question and uh, it was great to hear his answer you know that he said he wanted to make it like a painting i believe he said a, a van gogh painting yeah which is amazing which is just so cool to hear him say that and then uh, the story about sherry lansing on face off i mean talk about legend yeah sherry lansing telling getting everyone together and saying i want a john woo movie like listen to him do what he says <laughs> that is just incredible and it totally explains why that movie is such a powerful experience because he had that cover i mean it's just unbelievable yeah yeah and also great of michael douglas to recognize woo's talent and to back him as well yeah i mean that's that's great of michael douglas to have done that yeah yeah well and then and then of course you know i mean we got to geek out about hard boiled but uh you know the hearing about the oneer in hard boiled just shooting in the abandoned coca-cola factory and faking the elevator on a one floor set and having to reset the floor to all the blood. And I mean, just how everyone came together to make it happen. That's just, I don't know, stories like that. That's why I love doing this show with you, Drew. This is just like finding these, these amazing stories from these amazing, incredible artists. It's just, uh, it's a, it's a pleasure. I'm, I'm so thrilled to be here with you. Ah. It's, it's the end of the year. It's coming up to the end of the year. It's coming up to the holidays. It's just, you know, it's this is this special. It's special. It was. It was really special. <laughs> and he he was he was just absolutely lovely. And he tried to. I feel like we got a little taste of his "I don't speak English" maneuver. Um, <laughs> we had heard. Well, so we should say for context, we had heard that from somebody we interviewed a long time ago. They said that that John Woo will sometimes pretend like he doesn't know English as well to avoid. Uh, conversations with certain people. Is that what it was? Or it was like to avoid uh, certain yeah, notes? Like, or... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, amazing. Uh, of course, watch Silent Night. It is uh, available on digital now. It's such a unique movie. There's kind of no dialogue in the movie. It's all completely visual, as we talked about in the interview. And uh, you should check it out for sure, especially if you're a John Woo fan. Uh, it's, it's just... Uh, Amazing to see his visceral action style. I mean, just several moments that Drew and I were like clapping and cheering in the theater when we saw it together. Yeah, it's a really cool movie, and it's it's just so like you said, it's just so great to have him back. Yeah, that uh, didn't I didn't realize how much I missed him until I saw that. I was like, oh yes, bring on, give me more woo. We need more movies. He needs yeah, to make more for us. It was just great. Um, before we go, Charles, I have to remind people. Of some things, if you if you wouldn't mind. I don't mind. Go ahead. Okay. All right. We have new episodes of this podcast every Tuesday, so please come back next week. Um, I want to encourage everybody to like, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you're listening to this podcast, and also to follow us on social media at Light the Fuse Pod on the platform of your choice. I don't really want to get too specific because there's some some things happening now, but just wherever you're, you're hanging out, we're there too. So. Um, what else, Charles? Is that it? Are we just... Yeah, I mean, just I know we've mentioned it in a previous episode, but we are bringing back our old back catalog episodes. We've cleared a bunch of them, and they're going to be coming back. So you're going to be hearing some of our classic interviews with 
big name guests like Brian De Palma, David Kep, Christopher McQuarrie, Brad Bird. I mean, Paul Hirsch, just so many of the amazing people we've talked to over the years. You're going to be getting those in the coming months. So I'm very excited for everybody to hear those. Either you can uh, you know, listen to them again or listen to them for the first time if you're a new listener. Lucky you. Um, yeah, and so we'll be back next week, and we have, yeah, like Charles said, we'll Oh, have yeah, our- we've got an amazing guest coming next week. Can we, should we say who it is? Have we announced this? I don't think we've announced this, but go ahead, Charles. We've got Paula Wagner coming on the show. Uh, Tom Cruise's uh, producing partner. She was a producer of the first three Mission Impossible movies. This is another interview we've had in the works for a very long time. We are so excited to be sharing it with you. And uh, I mean, wow. How, how do you how do you follow up John Woo? You go, go you go out and you get Paula Wagner to come on, a legendary producer. And uh, can't wait to have everybody hear that interview as well. Legends only, Charles. Legends only. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Light the Fuse, the official Mission Impossible podcast, is produced by Charles Hood. That's me and Drew Taylor. Our supervising producer is Abby Smith. This episode was edited by Luke Burson with music by Kevin Blumenfeld. Original Mission Impossible themes by Lalo Schifrin. This podcast is a production of Paramount Pictures. All rights are reserved. This message will self-destruct in five seconds. 